I think we're really on top of things. I'm standing on top of all the things right now. I look so tall. <laughs> you do. You know, when we were uh, we went to Boston over the weekend, JP looked like three inches taller than he normally looks. I kept talking about it. <laughs> yeah, you kept bringing it up. You're like, look how tall I am. I didn't say look how tall I am, but it was like, I feel tall. Yeah, and, and then I looked like, at his yeah, shoes and I realized like he was wearing high heels with a goldfish in the heel and was like, oh. And we were on a slanted floor and everyone was below me. That's true. You're wearing Alton John's shoes. Is that, did he wear shoes? With that? He did. Oh, that's the thing. I didn't know that. Well, I didn't, well, is that where that's from? Yeah. Welcome to Point by Point. A weekly conversation between us. Yeah. JP Camara. And Steve Carroll. Where we uh, consider life's questions. Something, something, something. And spoil a movie. This is the first time we've ever done the intro Holy successfully. So uh, one of the things I was curious about curious is, uh, do you have any role models hmm. Hmm. or more open-ended question? Hmm. Um, what? Well, you think I was just going to list like a couple of role models off and well, be like, you, done, nailed it. Like, <laughs> My role model is yes, Mr. Listy. And then the answer's over. Well, uh, what, what impact have role models had on your life? Hmm. Yeah, I guess I have lots of role models. <clears throat> sure. Uh, what impact do they have on my life? I mean, uh, you know, I guess kind of a cheesy answer, but my dad's a big Aww. role model for me. He's always like a very strong but calming person, like always ready to help people when they need it and provide people advice. Like always very much oriented around uh i mean my entire childhood and into like teenagehood mm-hmm. but the the saying like it became a little bit of a joke but it did always stick in my head was balnaf which is be a leader not a follower oh i've never heard that like saying. every time i left to go like anywhere it's just like balnaf and i was like all right Aww. um and that did actually you know we all make stupid decisions in our life anyway sure and get in context where we do stupid things but um i don't know that was always in the back of my mind like yeah. I, and i always respected him like he he was fair i mean is but like as kids like being kind of a authoritarian person was always very Mm. fair with us even when we didn't agree with it um so yeah i don't know he's had a big impact on my life and how i try to live it so you think you'll try to bring the the same type of balnaf role model leadership to your children Definitely. I mean, you know, there were definitely times where I was a kid, I was like, uh, like, I don't want to be the, like the leader. I just want to do what other kids are doing. But mm-hmm. like for my kids, it's going to be like, you want to no. be the first one to jump off a bridge. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, sometimes the you one want- all the parents talk about, <laughs> right. Do you want to be that kid to jump? Well, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If JP said to jump off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? Yes, I would. Cause JP is a leader, mom. Yeah. Balnaf mom born leader he's a born leader so we all jumped off that bridge which is why all of our legs are broken and he did Get it off first. my back <laughs> he climbed up in that tree broke both of his arms i did i yeah. was a, i led the way for arm brokenness in that camp that year man what a terror terrorizing <laughs> time for it there was a there was a friend of mine at the time so i i climbed a tree and broke my arms 
I mean, oh, it's not like I climbed you, up the tree and the tree grabbed me. First, or did you break your arms while you were in the tree? <laughs> my arms were so. As my arms were like glass when I was a kid, so I climbed up the tree and they just started snapping. Just shattered as you're climbing. <laughs> no, I did fall out of the tree. Oh. Um, but I had a friend. Yeah. When I was a kid, uh, shocker. No. Uh, Who did shock? His. <laughs> oh, uh, I had a friend at the time who so was like right shocker. next to me. Sir Shocker is what his name was. He was right next to me, like he was like nearby where I fell, and he like wouldn't talk about it for like a year because he was just like scarred by the fact like I'm on the ground writhing, my arms are all like malformed, I'm like, <gasps> like I just look like this insane demon. Yeah, he had a stress disorder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically after that, yeah. a little bit of PTSD. Sure, but yeah, that's I mean traumatic. that's uh, that's the first like easy one I think. It's wow. my dad's role model about you. You know, uh, even though I came up with this question, I really hadn't thought about it. I can give you some more if you want. I mean, well, you know, I, I think like parents tend to be the easy choice, right? Not, oh, wow. Not, that you, took, not that you took the easy way out. No, no, no. But like, I think, you know, when we, when we truly think about it, like, at least for both of us in our upbringing, right? Our, our parents were that solid role model. Yeah. There, yeah. There's definitely people who would never think of their parents as role models. Yeah. yeah. Or they may think of it and uh, they'd be totally horribly wrong. Right. Yeah. Right. There are people who are like, oh yeah, my dad always told me to like bang chicks and like do all this. Like there were people I knew who like Drink really gasoline from a shoe. They respected, like there was a guy that I worked with at one point who like super respected his dad, thought he was awesome. And his dad basically told him to like demean and like, uh, not abuse women, but just like treat them like they're things. Right. Like I would, I would probably put that in the, the abuse category. That's fair. As yeah. long, if the woman <laughs> sticks around and you're treating her as a thing, you are abusing her. Yes. Um, and he thought that was awesome. Like his dad, like Yikes. taught him to like, you know, take care of a woman. Well, yeah. Right. Sure. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's, a, and he, he thought that was a great role, yeah. great, a great role model, which I mean, it's not, <laughs> I'm not going to say subjectively. I don't yeah. think it is. It's just not. It's not cause yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I, I would, I, you know, I'm in the same boat as you. I consider both my parents to be role models. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't want to, like, there are a lot of things I could say about my mom as well. My dad yeah. just sticks out. Yeah. And I, I think your dad too, like, I mean, I've met your mom. She's lovely. Mm. You know, your dad is the, the, of the two is the more like gregarious, outgoing yes. kind of social. Right. My an, mom's much animal. more subtle about her interactions with us and like how she wanted us to be brought up and stuff. But he's very yeah. much like is how it is buddy right yeah <laughs> albadu i think he's he's more vocal of your your parents yeah for sure but i i don't know i would consider your mom to be sweet and a perfect you know a perfect model for i don't know just, empathy actually yeah. it's a very empathetic person Jeez, man that's where i get like all my empathy from <laughs> oh that makes <laughs> i sense. mean not that my dad's not empathetic but he's very much like uh he's he's much more like calculated sure much more calculated than she is in terms of like how he approaches thinking of things yeah where she takes more of an emotional side to it, which I guess, you know, there's a certain like masculine feminine energy that that makes sense for as well. Yeah, that might. Well, I mean, saying masculine feminine energy, not necessarily male, female. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not saying like yeah. because she's a woman and because he's a man, I'm saying because he has a more masculine energy and she has a more female energy. Sure. Which tend to go in certain directions, which yeah. is, I think is a separate thing. But yeah. Uh, sorry, continue. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I like, yeah, I'd put, I'd put my, my parents in there, but I think it's interesting in terms of like, I think, I think like I, I both look at my parents in like, I, I look at them in two lights. I look, I look at like the, the qualities that they have that, you know, that they bring to the world that I'm, I like, 
Yeah. And then I look at the qualities they bring to the world and I'm like, why am I like this too? (laughs) 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 Oh yeah. And it's like, it's an interesting, I think, you know, role model kind of takes two sides of like, it's not always this necessarily positive experience. Sure. It's also this other side of like, you know, the side of me that's so resistant to change um, or, or can get complacent, I think like comes from my dad. Mm. Whereas the side of me that's so willing to like, you know, when, when things get, um, stagnant, like I, I want to mix things up or introduce some sort of conflict mm. to force them into the next state or to change. Sure. So it's sort of this like interesting, almost pairing in my upbringing and personality where like, I get this, like this ability to just be like in something, right. And not have to like force it, but also I get in the state where it's like, this thing has been this way for a while. It needs to be something else now. Sure. Um, which is good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's two sides to it, but like I see, I see in both my parents, like the positive and negative attributes of that, um, you know, sort of manifest in my own life, Mm. um, which is really I don't know. It's just really interesting. And like, as I, as an adult, like growing, growing, knowing, what am I trying to say? Knowing and growing. As an adult, knowing and growing. And blowing. No, but like growing to know my, my parents more. (laughs) Wow. You just, you can't help but like keep going around. (sighs) Growing to knowing. Rowing. Yeah. Going. Plateauing. Ooh. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, growing to know them more uh, as adults and to kind of see how they work as adults. It's like, Mm. you know, it's very different from being a child. Yeah. And, you know, being raised by someone versus, you know, still in some ways being a child, but in some, in a lot of ways being a peer. Oh yeah. That's a very interesting dynamic. Um, I don't want to derail your going. No, no, There's no. A whole Go for it. Yeah. Get into it. Well, no, no, I, I'm interested a little bit more in, in your, you were talking about some of the qualities that you took from them and, and, you know, I think you had a direction to go that I'm, I would possibly derail. Let's, no, I can come back to I that. mean, well, I think like in terms of like my my mom uh my my dad and i always joke about my mom in terms of so she's she's in sales yeah she's she's great at sales and um my dad and i joke you know that she's good at sales because she doesn't understand numbers or math at all (laughs) so like she has no i no concept of how expensive something is she sells things simply on the fact that it's nice nice or the best or you should own it yeah and and so it works out pretty well because she never like you can never feel guilty about like getting somebody to buy something that yeah. they shouldn't buy if you're not thinking about numbers you don't know that it's outlandishly expensive yeah or yeah. like probably way outside the budget of most people you just try to sell it to them yeah what's funny is that that's an interesting point because i've definitely experienced that mm. from people who do try to sell pretty hard and it's like there's something they just never never clicks for them about a situation it may not necessarily be money it may be like time or effort or how your relationships work with other people but for them they try to sell you on a thing right that to them is like this makes total sense here are my reasons right. and they never take into consideration like what other reasons you shouldn't do it for so it's very easy for them to just keep pushing it yeah whereas you look at it and you're like can't you see all these things but for your mom it's like you know she keep pushing that thing and the person might be like can't you tell that i don't have the money for this and then eventually she convinces them and they just do it. Anyway, it's yeah. kind of funny. And I mean, for, for, in that, because it's to, you know, cor- corporate customers or customers who have a lot of money, sure. I mean, they still have budgets, but yeah, you know, Those when budgets you're are much larger than the random yeah. person on the street. And when you're in that position, it's like, well, 
I could get this other thing that's less, but you know, I, I've, I've worked with her and Mm. you know, this, this is her recommendation. Right. And you have a good relationship with them. Yeah. That's what we're going to go with. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I see, I see that like that in my mom is sort of a funny thing. It's like, I don't, I don't have that. Mm. Um, and it's not necessarily like, you know, it's not behavior I necessarily look to as like a role model. Yeah. But it's just like, it's something that I kind of in, in a strange way kind of admire in her. Yeah. Cause it's just like, man, you totally work through this weakness that you have and like <laughs> turn it into like a weird kind of strength. Right. Cause it, it legit, you know, she's legitimately never in a situation where she's like trying to like con justify. someone or justify yeah, yeah. someone into like spending more. It's just like, no, this is what it is. This is the best thing for you to buy. And this is it. So, you know, you've shared all these things and I'm just going to connect the dots for you and okay, bye. I'll see you in a week. That's so funny. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And I, um, it is interesting to see the aspects of your parents that you don't, you do and don't have. Mm. And you, I mean, like there are times for me where I like, I, f- I feel like I see a very clear line of like, Oh, like I get that thing from her and that thing from him. And like, I'd like to have that thing from her, but I don't. Mm. I have this thing from him, and ah, or or vice versa. Yeah, you know, you I, I have jokes a lot more. from your mom and your empathy from your dad. I think I, you know, I don't know where I, <laughs> I'm. I'm I'm actually a lot like my uncle in how I joke around, <clears throat> like where you just can't really stop me a lot of times. I just keep going and going, whether it's, it's like good like or a bad. Runaway train, yeah. Thomas the Tank joke engine, right? Just a caboose, my caboose is full of jokes. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Did you? get any qualities that neither of your parents have? I mean, I, I think in a way I'm a little bit of a synthesis of both of their personalities and in a way that makes you unique. Uh, like I, I think I, I have a lot of empathy for my mom, but a lot of, uh, more decisiveness from my dad. And those coming together where I have some of the decisiveness and the, and the willingness to like commit to things, but also I think more about people's feelings and doing them, which I really don't want to come across. Like my dad is this like feelingless person who doesn't think about anybody, but like, he's more like cuts to the core or something. He's like, this is what needs to be done. So like, it may be hard for that person pragmatic. or whatever. Yeah. A little more pragmatic. Whereas like, I'll feel more for the person on the way there. Mm. It feel worse for them, even when I don't need to necessarily, but I don't necessarily consider that a bad thing, but I'm just a more emotional person as a result of my mom. But, um, I don't know. I, I'm a more, I don't know. I, I think I'm a little more obsessive than either of them are. <laughs> so I don't know where that comes ah. from. Uh, I do get like super obsessed with particular topics and I've, I've never I mean, like my my dad has some some topics that he's like super focused on. Yeah, like has been a chicken for, sandwich on the counter and choking. And just, on it. <laughs> and that's for another time. <laughs> uh, or maybe we talk about it. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but he's got like a few things that he's been focused on for a long time, and I've like got gone very deep into a bunch of things and dropped some of them over time. But like I become like I mean, right now, you know, for the last several months, I hope I don't lose this one. But like finances and like figuring out ways to get cash back and like all that kind of stuff have become like an obsession of mine. Yeah. And, you may lose some of the, like the finer notes around it, but yeah. I think like the base note will continue to be there for a very long time. Yeah. And that, that actually tends to be kind of like, 
health, right? Like I got super into health and diet. I did all different kinds of diets for years. Uh, I mean, you know, not like a million years, but like four or five years. Yeah. Um, and now yeah, I kind of tried keto, you tried Atkins, you tried the whole 30, you tried paleo, you did vegetarian, you were vegan. Vegan. Yeah. You tried I, just I mean, eating meat. You tried <laughs> basically, I mean, I've tried all these and I've tried only var- I mean like probably 10 different variations of paleo and like all these different things. New beach diet, South beach diet, West beach diet, yeah, H beach diet, Nile diet, oh, West no. beast diet, <laughs> wild beast, diet, wolf diet. And you know, now I kind of have like my, maybe it's like I settle in on things after a certain point. And so it gets a little easier. Like I don't mm-hmm. spiral around a bunch of different diets. I understand the merits of most of them. I can switch between them if I want to, but yeah. I tend to follow like a relatively, common commonality between them yeah. and i used to listen to health podcasts all the time now there's like a couple i'll still listen to but so there's that there is a foundation of that you're right that like has continued on but yeah. i'm not as obsessed with it as i was um what was after that i don't know anyways it doesn't health matter podcasts, but yeah. i think uh, maximum fun network that perhaps. is true comedy podcasts yeah oh well so after health was like uh personal Personal productivity was, oh. was in between there too. And that was kind of mixed in together. Personal productivity podcasts, they're all terrible. Um, many of them are terrible. Okay. Some of them are very oh. good. Are you familiar with Pat Flynn? Uh, what what show is Pat Flynn on? Uh he does a few, but he um what is it? <clears throat> Shit. What's the main one that he does? Flint and Steel. Uh Shit. SPI self. Podcast. Oh my god. Self promotion. No. In incorporated. <sighs> Crap. I'm an idiot. Self. I can't believe I can't think of this. Self podcasting. Self no, it's not. Smart passive smart income. Smart pasta. Smart SPI. Smart pasta income. Make all your money from pasta. Small pasta income. Smart passive income. He he yeah. he like uh was becoming an architect for a while. You know, it doesn't matter what his story is. But oh. basically he got to this point where like he got let go from his job. He started to do some uh passive income stuff and that became his like focus. His his stuff is very good. He's a very pragmatic guy. He doesn't get caught up in like gimmicky things. There's a lot of people that I did follow who are very gimmicky. There's some people I still respect a lot and I, I enjoy many other things, but like I can't stand reading many of the things that come out with because they love coming out with like motivational quotes and stuff. Yeah. And it's like that's Half fine. If you need that, that's fine. But they they feel very hollow. When you read them all in quick succession, they're oh like, look at this new quote I came up with. They'll come out this one guy, he comes up with like a quote, like multiple quotes a week for you to like put on your wall somewhere. And it's just like uh, where's if this you're wearing from? a t shirt, boy, you're in it. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh those kind of things. Yeah. I would agree with you. There's a lot of cheesy, crappy um personal productivity people, but there's some really great ones too. Um well, before we share be one of them. Before we share who the other great personal productivity people are. We go to our sponsor. Sponsor break. So this week I uh got a subscription to something new. MeUndies? Bing, no, bing, you did Yes, I did. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you got any in yet? I uh, haven't gotten them in yet. They're uh, in transit. I decided to pay the slow shipping, which yeah. is free. Yeah. Um, and I got uh, for $12 a month or $12 for the first month. It's mm. probably going to go up. Probably. Uh, to $16, I think. I got one of the adventuresome. I don't know what they're called. What are they called? Fancy Boys? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do they call some of them Fancy Boys? I don't know. Some of them, they're, they're, they're the $24 ones normally. Oh, 
But if you subscribe, they're that much 16, less. 16, yeah. 33% off. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like Anyways, it. put subscribe our code today. in Point by Podcast and the little microphone at the top of MeUndies. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, put that in there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I got I got a pair. It's got birds on it. Cause, nice. Because uh, as the Portlanders say, put a bird on it. Put a bird. MeUndies. If you like it, then put a bird you should put a bird on it. Yeah. So... Those will be coming. Can I see them? I mean, yeah. don't play pants. I'll, uh, I'll, next next podcast, that'll be what I'm wearing. Yeah, this is where they'll be. Whoa. Yeah. Do you go for the Adventure Sundays or do you go? I don't, uh, I don't know what the Adventure Sundays are. I usually just go to the site and like find some I like. And Do you get the ones with patterns on Yes. Them? Yeah, typically. Well, early on I didn't. Now I do. Hmm. And Nicole got me a few over Christmas that had patterns. I liked them a lot. I like pattern socks too now. Like hmm. it's got a pattern on it. That's what I want. I want like images and stuff. Image like a pattern on underpants. Well, I told you last week I got those uh, pink underwear with uh, penguins on them. Those are pretty great. Well, those sound fun. Yeah, they sound fun. I mean, Steve is. I'm gonna blow up a spot and say that he's like intensely focused on like expanding and <laughs> I'm collapsing a picture the, on his phone. I'm trying to find them. Uh, returning customers sign in. Why do I have to sign in? Well. Because it'll probably tell you your order history. You can find oh. out. Anyways, meandy.com. Why do I have to? Get some. I just want to. Get in meandies. I just won't. I'm trying to go to the page. Okay. Uh, nope. It went to all the undies. I just want to see the ones I ordered. <laughs> Show me the ones I ordered. Dear meandies. We're going to Adventurous. I got the adventurous ones. Okay. <sighs> I ordered the trunks. Is that what you get? I think so. I almost got these. Nice, but uh, would, would it make you look that's whoa? Do you get abs like that when you get them? Uh, underneath my my abs, I do. <laughs> sure. Uh, someday. Yeah, he's got a lot less hair on his backside than I do too. <laughs> what up, buddy? On his back or his backside? Because he's know. showing his, his little tush. No, nope, I didn't want the ones of the planets. I really wanted to get these. They got bananas on them. Oh, those are good. Those are pretty sweet. But no, I got the ones with birds. I got these. Oh, they got birds on them. <clears throat> Those are nice, huh? Nice. Yeah. That looks like you. Yeah, I, I mean, so. <laughs> that looks like your crotch. No, no that looks, looks like your like style. A, his belly button's not as deep as mine. That's true. But it'd uh, be nice if he had a deeper belly button. One yeah. that went like straight through to his back. Or I mean, the cool thing is I can wear a, a safari vest and a sweet hat. <laughs> With no shirt underneath. I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's my bedroom outfit. I mean, look, I go, who, me? I know, that's what that looks like. see. Oopsies. I went poopsies. I dropped something and it's a poop. Yeah, it does poop. I guess you just run out of ideas when you do underwear photography. You're just like, I don't know, turn around and look at the camera and wear a jacket with no shirt under it with yeah. underwear on. I don't know. I mean, all these men have pretty uh thick thighs. They do actually. They're like, you know, not the not the thighs I aspire to be in the world, but they're they're pretty thick. Actually, they're th- you know what? If there's anything I can compare to with them, my thighs look similar to theirs. That's true. Uh, we have nice thighs. We have nice thighs. Right? All yeah? Right. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> we just had our special podcast. Uh, yeah, special thumbs up. Special podcast. Carry. All right. So anyway, out of that sponsor break. So what are some other... Uh, so, I mean, you listen to uh, the podcasts... Now, okay, so your your whole point was you um you get into things more than either of your parents do. Do you think it's yeah. an age thing? It might be. I mean, that might just be like the culture we're in is we mm. like go crazy about a topic because we have the internet and so many information sources that we can. Yeah. 
So maybe they would have had if they wanted to get obsessed with something, they'd have to go to a library. Yeah, and then get like I don't know a record that somebody produced of things they talk about. Microfiche. It's crazy how much information we have available. It's the information age. We're probably past that at this point, right? It's probably the information age like times a hundred. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, we have access to all the world's information. I mean, think about when people first started (laughs) first started talking about the information age. Yeah. How like how much more information we have now? Well, how, whether it's good or not. What age is the information age now? Like, is it twelve, thirteen? Like, I think it's actually at, at is it middle uh, school. Quinceanera the other day. Oh, quinceanera. Yeah. Is that the sixteen one? Sixteen, sure. Yeah, quince. Uh, quince. I think quinceanera is fifteen. It might be. Yeah, quintuple. Quintuple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fifteen. Sweet 16's uh, an American. Yes, thing. that's right. Why? Why? you can get a license? Uh, that's a great question, probably. I mean, you know, maybe that that's follow-up. Yeah, sorry. That's what the information... I'm going to deep dive into... Boy, the information <laughs> that's age. a weird thing. Yikes. Um, what do you think are your things that you have that are not like your parents or a combination of your parents? Um, well... I'm good with numbers. No, my, my dad is actually good. Uh, decent with math. Yeah, I'm like in between them because my mom's not good at math. My dad's very good at math and I'm yeah. just kind of average. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you got, I, I think you, you inherited like both sides. Mm. You got like the, the writing plus the, you yeah, got that's the verbal true. communication plus yeah, the much problem solving yeah. aptitude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I, I, I received somehow similar. I think, I think my intelligence might have like not skipped a generation. Like my my parents are both smart, but they're <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Please keep going. I'm no, but like this. my 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 grandfather was an architect. His brother mm. was was a chemist. His brother was a pharmacist. Like yeah. they're like very smart, very science heavy and math yeah. heavy disciplines. Right. My mom got none of that. Mm. Um, oh, those were her parents. Yeah, and- my my dad's family. No, none. I don't think any of his parents went to college. His, his father was in the Navy. My grandmother was like a homemaker. Yeah. Um, she may have helped. Actually, she, I think her side job was, uh, she worked at a church. She taught Sunday school and did like, um, catechism and physics. Yeah. Cat physics. Cat physics. <laughs> Watch this cat. Will it fall? Yes, it will. Yes, 30 it will. stories. Oh no. Hey, splat. Cat splat. Cat splat. My name, Rock. Yeah. Man. But, um, no, I mean, I, I think, I think like some of, I don't know, some of like my creative impulses. I mean, both both my families have fairly creative, you know, sides. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, things I didn't get from either of my parents. Yeah, that one I didn't. I don't know that I. Well, I, I yeah. guess I said the obsession thing, but that could be cultural more than anything yeah. else. Yeah, I don't know. I think some of it. I mean, I'm a millennial. Neither of my parents are millennials. That's true. And they'll never be millennials. Nope. Sorry. Try I'm, to catch up. Yeah. And I tend to get along better with the boomers than I do the Gen Xers, um, typically. I'm trying to think of which ones are which. Gen Xers would be Gen Xers parents? are in between us and our parents, basically. Uh, are our parents boomers? Yeah. Mine okay. were. Yours might be. Probably. Yeah, yours definitely they must are. be. I mean, because your parents are probably younger than mine. Uh, they had me late. Like early 30s. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was one of my parents taught me. Yeah. But yeah, okay. They're boomers. Yeah, so they're boomers. Um 
But yeah, I think I think the boomers raise their kids very differently than Gen X is raising theirs. Mm. Um, and I, I think the Gen Xers were raised very differently than we were. Mm. Wait, so if the boomers were before the Gen Xer, oh, but they were just before them, in to the extent that they yeah. raised us, and the Gen Xers raised the people younger than us. Mm-hmm. So the Gen Xers raised the millennial millennials because we're millennials, but like we're just like kind of making the cut. young millennials, right? And, and potentially like the new Gen Y. Like there's not many. Is Gen that what they y. are? Are they Gen, Gen Z? Y. Whatever it is, Gen Z. Whatever they are. Gen Z. Next Sounds like liners. a Pokemon. Next in liners. No one our age, pretty much no one our age has kids who are like 18 now. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Pretty much <laughs> no one our age. There's a woman I worked with whose son, she's like a couple years older than me. Her son's like 22 or something. If someone my age has a kid who's 18, that would be... They're, not, they're like 10. Not 10. Yeah. <laughs> they're when they were like 11. Yeah, yeah, 11 and a half. Yeah. Or more. They would have had to conceive at 10. That would be very sad. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. it's a little easier for me because I'm a few years so older. So much older. You. Yeah. Well, I mean, people who had kids you're, when they were like 15 or 16. You're ancient. You're going gray. I know. I've been going gray for a while, yeah. son. You went gray. You came back. Yeah. <laughs> Once <laughs> you go gray. <laughs> Uh, go away. Yeah. Uh, but sorry, please. Your point. No, I don't know. I think like my disposition in the world is different from my parents. Like oh, I, yeah. I think I tend to be a, a, a bit more hopeful, but also less forgiving in some ways. Oh, that's not where I was going to go. Like I, I look at a lot of the things that are wrong with the world and I'm less forgiving in terms of like, why on earth is that like that? Like that should not sure, be like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. We should try to make a world that's not like that. Right. And in fact, like, if we actually tried, we could fix the problem mm. rather than being like, well, you know, it's too big a problem. Right. No one can fix it. It's too big to fix. It's too big to fix. Too complicated. It's like, well, no, it's not. Like, yeah. It's like, well, I mean, we always have to have wars, right? It's like, well, no, not necessarily. We we actually don't always have to have wars. Yeah. Like, be, imagine, I guess people do say that, that we like have to have wars. That seems yeah. like a wild thought. It's like, no, I don't I, know how to stop them, but I don't feel like we have to have them either. Right? Like, no, authorian governments don't uh, like authorian uh, governments. Sorry, governments uh, with full of authors. Authoritarian. Authoritarian. Uh, authoritarian. Yeah. Sorry, I've had a little too much to drink tonight. I guess um, authoritarian governments don't actually have to exist. Sure. Like anyway. the problem is, well, we don't have to get to that. I yeah. think everybody knows what the problem is. What's well, the problem? part of the problem is there are always people who want to be in a position of authority and want the power. And yeah. so you don't have to have that type of government, but the people who most want to be in that government are the people who want to be in control and have the authority and tell people what to do. Yeah, it's true. Which is part of the problem because people, well, I'll say like me, I won't yeah. necessarily say like you, but like I, don't, you. I don't want that authority. Yeah, I do. And I know exactly what to do with it. If I get it, get it, dissolve it. Oh, dissolve all the people in Both. power in acid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I saw a movie. That's uh, my first well, second. I could, I could spoil a movie. King. Ooh, what movie? Uh, it's it's the king and I. The king dies in the end. Okay, I didn't. Know and that. I die too. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see it, I die in a pool of tears. Uh, the the a ten Cloverfield movie? Lane. With, uh, oh, I wanna, oh, with John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah, sure. That was very good. That was very good. Oh, did you see it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Scary I mean, movie I've seen. Hey. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's like a thriller, but Ooh. it's a little scary. Ooh. I really want to see he, Quiet Place. Melted but, People in Acid. Onto, onto Cloverfield. No, it was really just because I talked about melting the authoritarian people in acid. That uh, happened? In that movie, the body that he threw in a bucket of acid. 
I totally dissolved. glossed over that. Ooh. That huh. happened in that movie? Oh, yeah. Did you watch the same movie I did? I think so. That's the one where in the end they're outside and she's like trying to run away from him because the world's not actually toxic and then she sees a thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's not toxic, but it's harmful to your health. Um, yeah, he, he shoots a guy in the face and then puts him in a vat of acid. Do you remember him shooting the guy in the face? No. Did you sleep for part of that movie? Remember how she was there mm-hmm. with John Goodman and one other guy? And then at one point, what happened to the other guy? There was no other guy with her and John Goodman. Oh. I don't remember that. Yeah, his really? arm was broken most of the movie. He played a pretty... Uh, like minor role no he played a i was gonna say not a i wasn't gonna say crucial but not really crucial but he he was prominent in the movie throughout the entire movie until the last like 30 minutes where he was dead in the movie at all i just remember her and john goodman she tries to make that suit to get out to get into like because she thought there was gas outside she wanted to make like a space suit yeah Yeah. he's helping her do it john goodman finds out at one Mm. point and the guy says it was all me and so, and he's like, oh, you know what? Like, it was all me. Like, I just, or like, he, he said something to like butter up John Goodman. And, uh, and John goes, oh, okay, thank you. And he pulls out a gun and shoots a guy in the face. Wow. And then later on, she goes into that room and sees like the part of top of his body sitting in the vat of acid. Cause he pulls out the thing of acid and he's like, basically like, I'm going to put you both in here if you don't tell me what's going on. There's a very I don't intense- remember that at all. <laughs> I think you blanked out part of the movie. I must have. Uh, anyways, if you want we'll to see the movie, see I just ruined place. it for you. <laughs> we'll go see a quiet place, and and I'll. The only thing I remember in that movie is the last. That movie was real. <laughs> it was really quiet. <laughs> I want to say that movie pretty bad. I heard the yeah. the sense of like silence in the movie is like so expertly done. So silent. Yeah, like is like the entire movie basically just complete silence. I don't think so. Not can't be. Not the entire can't movie. can't be. It's how later movie. Um. No, a, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, someone we work with, uh, sent me a link today about um, a whole composition that's just silence. And when it's performed, you're meant to basically hear the room in its silent state. Huh. And it's similar to like white paintings. I don't know if you've heard of this concept. It's modern art, basically. They fall into the category of modern art. Modern art is yeah. fine, though. It's is the fact it's like something that you're supposed to experience and in fact your feelings about the fact that it's white and you're angry at it yeah. is part of the experience of part it. Right what they're trying to evoke. Yeah. It's like I could do this. Well, but you didn't. And that's, that's true. what makes you it can always art. say that about modern art, which is like <clears throat> I could have done that thing, you did not. And you didn't right. even think of it and you never would have done it. Yes. Because that's not where your head's at. Yeah. And the thing is, even if you had thought of it, you probably wouldn't have done it because you're probably not a not. modern artist. No. Or you, you're just, I mean, somebody had the initiative to do it. Huh. That's a great way of looking at it. It still doesn't make me really like it very much. but Like that wooden board behind you hanging on the wall. Is that yeah. art? That's modern art. You just put a piece of wood. I mean, it looks nice on the wall. That's modern art. Anybody could have done that. But we did it. Oh, you guys did it. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't like buy it. Well, you bought no, the one. We got it. It was a wedding gift. Oh. It was, it was on our wedding gift registry. I mean, it does. Like, I'm not dissing you. It's I think it looks nice. It's a walnut. It's, it is it's very nice. Although it's a little bit off. No. Not. No. Just pull it off the wall. No, just pull it off the wall. Nah. Just pull it off the wall. No, just do it. Just No, you won't. Just pull it up and and, and off the wall. I won't. Just do it. I'm afraid to. I feel like spiders are going to come. No, out you're fine. Just do it. I was in my garage today <laughs> waiting for someone. And I'm going to go pull it off the wall. You tell the story. 
I was looking down on my phone. I looked up, and there was a spider the size of my thumb what? walking along the ground. What am I doing? I mean, it's modern art. Yeah. Those should be aligned, right? Not that they should be aligned, but like they are this, that would be the correct position for them. Wouldn't it? Is that not? It's art. Is it supposed to bother me? Now that you made me look at it, I'm actually bothered by it. I liked it before. I never noticed it it before. So now this is new to me. Cause it's like they took similarly spaced pieces of of wood, but they Mm -hmm. were like, "Mm, couldn't get them right together. Could we? Well, no, I'll just put them where they are. I just want to screw with you. Yeah. yeah. That's modern art. That's modern art. That's modern art. Yeah, this authorism. You want to know what you're holding right now? Don't tell me it's like a penis or something. It's a cheese board. Is it? <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> but see that, I mean, that's the problem, That's right? modern art. That's the problem for people who don't understand modern art, which is like 90% of people. It's a cheese board, but it, it also is modern art. Was it like contemporary cheese board or something is that how it was described why is it mm-hmm. modern art and cheese board or you made it modern art by hanging up a cheese board yes is there something about holding it that should have made me feel like they should have cheese on it you're so very powerful right now i look i feel like <laughs> if someone walked up to me i'd look like a king holding a this board i'm i'm half sitting on my throne yeah. well my seat and i have this big piece of wood in my left hand like a scepter <laughs> I have this big woody, you could say, in my hand, and I ca- I'm <laughs> holding it like my scepter. Are we are we wrapping it up today? I think we're wrapping it up. All right, it's uh, so hard to say goodbye. Well, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. When I say it, we're wrapping it up, I mean we're doing our closing wrap. Okay. And this Get is a story all about how this podcast got flipped, turned upside down, and I just uh, sat down in the kitchen. To Do you not you- know the rap from Freshman's of Bel Air? Anyways, pointbypodcast.com, whatever, go to it, I guess. It's so hard to say say goodbye. goodbye.